Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Thursday the 6th of August. Today there's only one contender for the most interesting news and it's from Germany where total manufacturing orders jumped 27.9% month on month in June and fell only 6.1% year on year with domestic orders up 35.3% month on month and orders from the Eurozone up 22.3%. Needless to say, this is dramatically better than the 9.6% month-on-month rise expected. The most dramatic recovery is in transport equipment, where orders rose no less than 82.3% month-on-month, although they were still down, but only just 0.7% year-on-year. Looking more closely, however, and we can see that domestic orders, that's orders from Germany, jumped 121% month on month and were also up 48.4% year on year. Whilst orders from the Eurozone were up 65.1% month on month but were still down 11.5% year on year. The same pattern shows up in capital goods where total orders total orders were up 45.7% month on month with domestic orders up 66.3% and Eurozone orders were up 31.8%. In terms of year-on-year development, capital goods for Germany were up 29.9% year-on-year. Eurozone still down 8.3%. What we're seeing is the difference between a nascent investment-led recovery and the still potential stabilization. On the other hand, when it comes to intermediates, the story is different. Germany's orders are up 7.8% month-on-month, Eurozone orders up 17.3% month-on-month. In both cases, still down roughly 8 or 9% year-on-year. And as for consumer goods, there's little difference. Germany's orders up 1.4% month-on-month, Eurozone orders up 1.8%. What can we take from this? Well, first, that European car demand is back in business. Earlier this week, we saw UK new car registrations up 11.3% year-on-year in July, and I've no doubt that something similar is happening across Europe. However, we're not going to have evidence for that until September the 17th, because in August, the European Auto Manufacturers Association takes a summer holiday. Nevertheless, just because it isn't being reported doesn't mean it's not happening. In June, remember, Although Eurozone car registrations fell 22.3%, remember the UK fell 34.9% in June, for a second month we had strong sequential recoveries, with France even managing a 1.2% year-on-year gain. More broadly, though, this is just the latest run of data showing unexpected strength and resilience in capital spending indicators and in the capital goods sector. In fact, if you look at the Coldwater Global Capital Goods Shocks and Surprise Index, which I compile, it is now in sharply more positive territory than the overall index or indeed the confidence index. On the face of it, it looks as if the capital goods sector is leading the recovery rather than either consumption or trade and industry indicators. It's as if we're preparing for a rebound, which is, against all expectations, an investment-led recovery. This does seem very counterintuitive. But wait, let's think about it. As we said at the beginning, the pandemic delivered both a demand shock and a supply shock. The supply shock 
was to do with a sudden realization that extended and complex supply chains can be disrupted very suddenly and very dramatically and can lead to immediate unsolvable shortages. That provoked a relatively short-lived global tussle to secure supplies of various materials. Uh, loo paper, I seem to remember, suddenly became a valuable commodity. Well, that didn't last long. And since then, policymakers' focus has been on backstopping the demand shock. To the extent that that is now beginning to be seen as a relatively successful effort, the supply shock once again becomes the centre of attention. After all, adapting to the demand shock meant running down inventories, which means in turn that various economies coming out of lockdown suddenly find themselves short of stocks. This is something I've talked about recently in regard to the US, where retail inventory to sales ratios have sunk to record lows, and we must expect wholesalers, and in their turn manufacturers, to be under pressure to supply. In other words, that initial and largely forgotten supply shock is coming back up the agenda. The desire to shorten supply chains in order to ensure sustainability, even at the slight cost of a loss of efficiency, would point to increased investment spending now, particularly at a time when interest rates are at rock bottom. An investment-led recovery, then, is maybe not so strange as it initially seems. That, anyway, seems to be the lessons from Germany's capital goods producers. Once again, let's recap those numbers. Domestic orders for capital goods rose 66.3% month-on-month and 29.9% year-on-year. Eurozone orders for capital goods up 31.8% month-on-month, but still down 8.3% year-on-year. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of it. If you did, please help me spread the word about the bulletin. Recommend it to your colleagues or something. And if you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.